This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We got a little bit more uh, when it comes to timing on this. This is according to a source of mine with knowledge of the proceedings. I'm told that as of 20 minutes ago, they're currently on witness number five of 10. So that certainly gives us a lot more insight into how this is moving, how quickly this is moving. Again, as of about 20 minutes ago or so, they were currently on witness number five of 10 witnesses that they plan to call. So that tells us they're about halfway through these proceedings. Uh, but again, clearly moving more quickly than they expected it to move. But yes, could see something come down today. Uh, and that certainly moves up the time frame a little bit as well. Elaine, it's 3 p.m. there. When did this grand jury um, uh, start meeting today? They typically start at 8.30. We don't know exactly what time they started, but typically it's 8.30 this morning. So the question then, though, Katie, becomes who are these witnesses? We know that she kind of, at least as far as the summons and subpoenas went out, she kind of front-loaded it with some of the more important witnesses, right? So we're talking about the two state lawmakers. We're talking about if Gabriel Sterling was, in fact, a witness. We saw him down here. Those are people that uh, probably had heftier testimonies, possibly had more to say, uh, versus, you know, George Chidi, Jeff Duncan, people that... You know, we've referred to today as kind of the cleanup hitters in this. So the question then is, who are the remaining people that she's calling to testify? How long will that testimony be? And I think that those uh, kind of unanswered questions could help us have some more insight into how long, how much longer this could possibly Do take. they go past five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock? Can they extend the hours? So the courthouse closes at five o'clock. But what's interesting about Georgia law, you talked about this, an indictment has to be unsealed immediately, right? So that means that a judge has to still be present on the bench. The indictment has to be brought into a courtroom. While there is an open proceeding, while there is a proceeding going on, rather, a, a judge on the bench, court cannot close. So if we get to six o'clock, if we get to seven o'clock and the courthouse doors are still open, again, that's us reading the tea leaves, but that's a pretty good indication that they may be trying to keep the court open for some special reason. And of course, we would then, you know, assume that it has to do with this. Monday, 14 August, Sheriff Lord 2023. We already know because <laughs> you can't make this up. They already put it on a filing. They already showed the indictments hours ago, and they're scrambling now. This is all performative. They're scrambling now to jam everybody through. Remember, it was supposed to be today and tomorrow. The reason they're trying to quick march it is because they've had a massive error. They've actually shown that President Trump is indicted before the grand jury voted. Oops. We bring in Mike Davis. Mike Davis traveling around, but this is so important. And I think everybody in the Trump camp is waiting to actually get some clarification so uh, they cannot come on. Mike, w what is going on here? This is another fiasco. And, and clearly they're jamming this thing through this afternoon because they already they already put out for the world to see before the grand jury voted that President Trump's indicted on what, six or eight, nine counts, sir? 
Yeah, let me, I don't know if you saw this, Steve, but President Trump's attorneys put out a statement, and I can read it for you. It's from Drew Feindling and Jennifer Little. It says, quote, the Fulton County District Attorney's Office has once again shown that they have no respect for the integrity of the grand jury process. This was not a simple administrative mistake. A proposed indictment should only be in the hands of the district attorney's office, yet it somehow made its way to the clerk's office and was assigned a case number and a judge before the grand jury even deliberated. This is emblematic of the pervasive and glaring constitutional violations which have plagued this case from its very inception, unquote. And I could not agree more. This is a very, very sloppy work by Fulton County DA Fannie Willis, but it's unsurprising because she is a partisan activist and she's a complete and utter buffoon. And this is part of the Democrats' lawfare against President Trump. This is about election interference. It's the pattern that we've been talking about for more than a year, Steve, going back to Alvin Bragg's uh, indictment of Trump for the non-crime of a businessman settling a nuisance claim to Jack Smith's two indictments of Trump for non-crimes related to a former president having his presidential records and the non-crime of a uh, presidential candidate objecting to a presidential election. Fannie Willis is now piling on with this indictment. You've had uh, New York Attorney General Tish James bringing a civil fraud lawsuit against Trump for the non-fraud of a businessman paying sophisticated, paying back sophisticated banks with interest. This is lawfare, and they're not even hiding it any anymore. And the fact that they put this indictment on the website before the grand jury even deliberated and approved it shows that this is a the wheels have fallen off the clown car. They, I just want to make sure the artist understands this. They've actually filed, they filed the indictment, and they got a case number, and they got a judge assigned, and the grand jury hasn't seen the final te- uh, testimony. That's where we started with this clip from Katie Turner and MSNBC. They still had, I think, ten witnesses today. Like they said, oh, you got five, you have another five. Can you get it done by the end of the day? They're trying to jam it in. How late can the court stay open? They had ten more witnesses to go before the grand jury. And then a grand jury deliberation, supposed to be a deliberation and then a vote. They've already put forward the indictment. They've got a case number. They've assigned it a judge. How, how can this even go forward? How come this is just not torn up right now and they go back to the beginning? Mike Davis. That's a very good question. I, you know, the Trump legal team should look at this, dismissing this indictment on constitutional grounds uh, because of they released it publicly before the grand jury deliberated and approved any indictments. And so there's obvious prejudice to a defendant here. Uh, There's obvious election interference. And separate from that, it is not even legally possible for Trump to have committed a crime short of inciting the insurrection, the riots, unless, unless they have evidence that Trump incited the riot on January 6th, which they don't have, it doesn't exist. It could not legally be possible for Trump to have committed a crime. Objecting to a presidential election is allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887. If it were a crime to object to a presidential election like it is in third world Marxist hellholes, Democrats would be in prison for objecting to Republican presidential wins in 19. 
68, 2000, 2004, and 2016. It is not a crime to twist arms politically. If that were a crime, every politician in America would be in prison. This is lawfare. They're trying to politicize uh, they're trying to criminalize the political process because this is about election interference, and they're so eager to interfere in the election, they can't even wait for the grand jury to deliberate and, and approve a proposed indictment before they put it on the website and get a judge assigned to the case. This is, uh, th- this is, this is malicious by Judge Fannie Willis. She's a total buffoon, and she's going to undermine Democrats' lawfare across the board. I think this is where they uh, where they jumped the shark. Correct me if I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but when I read it, I think they have 39. Is it 39 indictments that I saw on that on that uh, filing? 39 separate indictments. It, it looks like they have 39 counts. One indictment with 39 counts, and apparently there are uh, going to be counts against President Trump and uh, counts against other so-called co-conspirators because apparently it's a, a conspiracy now to object to an election. I mean, it's. This is banana. We we have crossed the Rubicon. We crossed it with with the Alvin Bragg indictment. Now we are going into the total banana republic. I mean, if you look at places like Zimbabwe and South Africa, they're probably blushing, blushing right now because this is so silly what these Democrat politicians, these Soros-funded politicians are doing to President Trump. Andy Ogles, the, uh, Andy Ogles, the congressman, put out uh, today, he's putting forward legislation to cut off any money to Jack Smith, anything associated with Jack Smith. What should the Republicans, if we're really tired of this being a banana republic, what do you recommend we do here to go on offense? Well, I, uh, we've been talking about this a lot, uh, uh, going back to uh, the, uh, the unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful home raid against Trump last August a year ago. And House Republicans need to start stepping up their game. What we need to do, we need to have impeachment inquiry opened on President Biden immediately because he's clearly compromised by tens of millions of dollars in foreign bribes and other corruption. An impeachment inquiry immediately on Merrick Garland for covering this up. And then we need to we need to start hauling in these bad actors for congressional oversight immediately. And then we need to cut off their funding. There's a simple appropriations writer that House Republicans can include, and these must pass appropriation bills, two of them. Number one is, is no federal funds can go toward any prosecution of any major presidential candidate on or before November 7th, 2024. So that puts on pause Merrick Garland and Jack Smith's bogus indictments of President Trump. And then you have a separate appropriations writer that says any uh, state or local jurisdiction that prosecutes a major presidential candidate on or before November 7, 2024, loses all federal funding, period, full stop. Because you know what? We should shut down the damn governments over this because this is republic, republic ending lawfare against uh, the, the leading presidential rival of the current president of the United States. This is what you do in, in Zimbabwe. This is not what you do in the United States of America. Uh, Mike, how do people get to you on social media? How do they get to Article 3? 
you can donate at, at article three pro, excuse me, at article number three project.org, article three project.org, at article three project on Getter Twitter Truth, article number three project. And then my personal is at M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And I'll say to House Republicans, now is the time to fight or, or your constituents should throw your behinds out of office. Mike, you've warned us uh, since you first come on the show a couple of years ago. I was going to get to this, but today I think has set a new uh, a new low that they would actually sh- they would actually have the indictment already to go and hadn't even finished with, had not even finished with witnesses. They have ten more witnesses going up today. They're only halfway through that. They're trying to jam it in and finish by six o'clock, uh, and then just gun deck it right through. No deliberations. Just have a vote because they already put the indictments out. They didn't yeah, even take it to the grand jury. They knew they were going to indict him. Mike Davis, any closing thoughts? I mean, that just shows you that this is lawfare. This is not about justice or finding the truth. This is about lawfare. 100%, not a search for truth. Mike Davis, thank you so much for coming on. Taking time away. Thank you. Thank- we were trying to get some other folks on here, but I will tell you uh, there's a lot of anticipation. you got to understand what happened. And a filing in the court and the Reuters, you know, they have these reporters and some just stay right on the site to see to be the, the first one. These particularly the wire services be Reuters, uh, AFP, uh, you know, agency free uh, uh, France press, uh, Associated Press, those sit right there. The Reuters reporter caught it. It was only up for a few minutes, but it shows you in the process in the courthouse. They've already indicted Trump and they've already indicted these other people. They still had not brought all the grand jury witnesses in. CNN is making such a big deal over the weekend. How the lieutenant governor, you know, uh, Cosmo man, right? Pretty boy. How uh, he had not gone in yet to testify. Now, today, they're all in the, the, you know, Katie Turk, can they get them all in? You know, can they jam these people in? They already indicted Trump before they went to the grand jury. The whole thing ought to be thrown out. The attorney general of Georgia ought to step in here, the governor of Georgia. If you were not gutless, anti-Trump, never Trump freaks, you would. This is about the rule of law. What we have now is a circus, and it's a dangerous circus because Mike uh, Davis is right. This is republic-ending types of things. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back. We've got Sheila Walker. We had her on this morning. She's going to give us an update. And Ed Dowd from Maui. Still doesn't make a lot of sense what had this horrible, horrible tragedy. At least right now, it looks like it could be the worst wildfire in the history of the nation. Think about that for a second. In Maui, with all the wildfires it had out in the, the amazing great west of this nation. Short break. Back in a moment. We are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the United States dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the United States and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. 
Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. This is a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-L-N, to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. It's telling us Fannie Willis is is presenting to the grand jury. We're going we're gonna to go over our way not to cover this the rest of the day. Trump is going to be indicted. You saw that because they already filed it before they finished with the witnesses to the grand jury. The rest of this is all... This is Banana Republic, and if the Attorney General of Georgia does not step in here, then um, you've shown your true colors. Forget that this is Trump. This is deeper than that. A, a, a something that would be as monumental as indicting American citizens who are doing their duty to make sure that a, a uh, their constitutional duty to make sure that an election, at the end of the day, represented what really was voted on by American citizen voters, you're going to indict them on what, 39 counts or a bunch of them on 39 counts or some of them, right? A, a grunch of people. And you actually put the indictment on, get a, you get a case number, you get a judge assigned before the final 10 witnesses are gone. It just shows you it's a total joke. That's all like Stalin. That's just a show trial. She's in there. That's just a show trial. There's no deliberation. They've already put it out. They've already indicted him. So why are you just going through this show? This is where we are. And if you're in the House, if you're not fighting back, then you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. If you're one of these House Republicans, all the fat cats out there with McCarthy this week, do I hear, do I hear uh, money being cut off? You know, do I hear McCarthy coming out saying, Andy uh, Ogles has a great idea. We'll cut all the federal money off. Do I hear that? I didn't hear that today. I must have missed that. And I thought I was in my crack team. We're following the news. I think we missed that. Did we uh, miss that the uh, impeachment inquiry of the crime family that took uh, have taken tens of millions of dollars from our greatest enemy, the Chinese Communist Party? Did that come out of Jackson Hole today in the afternoon uh, meetings before they went out for a round of golf in Jackson Hole? I must have missed that, too. I am missing some of these things. I'm not maybe I'm not I'm just not paying attention. The other thing that uh, I didn't miss, though, was Joe Biden on the beach yesterday in Rehoboth Beach hanging out for a couple hours, getting a little sun. Look, I don't mind a guy taking a couple hours off on a Sunday. After you've done your job, I haven't seen anything he's done for Maui. Barack Obama, uh, you know, the, the beloved son of Hawaii, where, where's, where's he? He put out a tweet. Okay, he put out a tweet. I've got Sheila Walker. He came on this morning. I really want to thank her for coming back this afternoon. I want to start with Ed Dowd, who we've been trying to get on for a couple of days. Ed is very well-known to our audience, to all the great work he's been doing on the vaccine and and uh, and, and the uh, sudden death syndrome that's come up. It looks like associated or at least correlated with that. Ed, you live in Maui. Get me up to speed on, on what's happening. Because here, here's the, the thing, and you're an analytical guy. People, it just, we, look, he had these massive wildfires in the West. Massive with these, these ancient uh, forests. And, and, and you've had them all over the country. People are shocked. When you look at what's happened here, it's different when you see what's happened in the rest of the country. These wildfires. This looks like Dresden or it looks like Tokyo 
when uh, when we did the uh, low level firebombing there to try to end World War II before the nuclear weapon uh, had been uh, had been tested or created back in the spring of 1945. That's what it looks like. It looks like a bomb went off. It, it just doesn't look like a natural fire. Those things were, were napalm at treetop level that created kind of a a uh, a tornadic activity in the wind and it whipped through Tokyo uh, in Osaka. It, what happened here? That's because it just doesn't seem like it's a it's a it's a wildfire, sir. Well, I'll tell you what I heard from a lot of eyewitnesses. There were, in fact, 90 mile an hour winds that day. They canceled school in the morning, which uh, will turn out to be a problem later. Um, the uh, there was a brush fire up uh, by the bypass, which is the the new road they built several years ago to help alleviate traffic. Uh, like a highway, and they shut down the bypass and sent out messages that the fire had been contained. So no one, everyone thought everything was fine in, in the in the uh, town of Lahaina, which is uh, mostly known as Front Street, Lahaina. And uh, people were going about their business then. Uh, unfortunately, the winds blew down some transformers, is what I'm hearing. I, I have a friend who actually saw one fall as he was leaving, and it may have started some fires. There's reports a gas station may have. Uh, been the victim of that and exploded. And it spread pretty quickly. Front Street is old wooden structures. And uh, there was no warning system. Uh, we have sirens here on Maui. They were not a lot. They were not uh, set off. There was no uh, uh, phone warning uh, on the smartphones. And uh, eyewitnesses tell me that they didn't know there was a fire till they smelled smoke open their front door and it was on their doorstep. And uh, apparently there's reports that the fire, once it got really going, uh, it was moving 100 yards every five seconds. There was a sheet wall of heat, um, and it was a tinderbox. Now, as to what caused the fire, people are speculating down power lines as of now, and there was no water pressure, uh, so no, no fire uh, truck was able to start spraying. And that's what I've heard about the Lahaina fires. Uh, as to the boats in the harbor, I have no explanation as to how those got caught on fire. Um, that's, that's That remains a mystery. And... Um, there were other fires on the island of Maui. There was some up in uh, up country called Kula, and those were uh, caused by down power lines. Eyewitnesses tell me that's true. We lost about 29 homes up there. And there was a fire in Maui later on that day uh, in Kihei, uh, where I live, uh, that I think was arson. We've had an arson problem on this island for years. We've had dry tinder when the sugarcane factory shut down, and uh, it's slowly uh, the land is being re-agricultured, but there's a lot of dry tinder. And we have an arson problem. So I think that was the, my best guess. That was an arson tag on fire. My neighborhood was evacuated that what? night, but the fire, the fire never got close. Hang on for a second. What do you mean Maui has a uh, arson problem? I know there was three I think, suspects. I think it was in the spring of 22, if I remember correctly, were rounded up for arson. But what do you mean an arson problem? Well, Mayor Victorino, the former mayor, is quoted as saying, we have an arson problem and we're going to find them. There's been fires going off uh, for years now. Uh, one of the big valley fires, I know for a fact, was uh, started by a burning car in the middle of the sugarcane fields, and it spread like wildfire. It was set on fire. It was, it was arson, definitely. Uh, this has been blamed on, on, in the press on climate change. Is climate change, did climate change bring about the change in the sugarcane? I take it sugarcane is not grown as much, and a lot of the dry cane that has been cut has just been left what's the issue here yeah there's a lot there's a lot of uh 
uh, dry grass and dry uh, acreage that hasn't been uh, properly uh, reagged. Uh, a private equity firm bought the valley from the sugarcane uh, factory, and it just hasn't been tended to. There's a lot of we've had a, a, a we had a very wet winter, which grew a lot of the brush, and then we've had a very dry summer. Um, El Nino, which no one talks about, is uh, this is the third warmest uh, ocean levels we've had since '79. So El Nino uh, is definitely uh, could be blamed on this, but not climate change, in my estimation. This is this is poor land management, epic local government failure, and uh, emergency services that weren't properly executed. What do you mean private? There's tons of rumors. Of course, with no information, we're going to shield in here for a second. One of the things I think they're making a huge mistake, it's quite odd. They've literally done a lockdown on everything here, so you can't get any information. So obviously people are asking a million questions. One of these is about <coughs> may the residents that lost their homes or have been there for a long time. There's a lot of money coming into the area that wants to buy that. But when you say private equity bought the valley – and really has intended to it. What, what do you mean private equity bought the valley? What, what was that I, transaction? I, I don't remember the name of the firm, but apparently a Canadian Canadian private equity firm bought the, a lot of the uh, ag land and has been selling it off piecemeal to other people. And, you know, when the sugarcane uh, was shut down, uh, there was just a lot of uh, dry tinder out there. And four years ago, there was a fire set by that car fire, I told you. It burned the valley to the point where it blackened out the sun. So there's been poor man, uh, land mismanagement for years here. And we've had, a, uh, again, the mayor is quoted as saying, former mayor, we have an arson problem. Uh, Ed, hang on for a second. Hang with us. I want to bring Sheila Walker. And first off, Sheila, from your early morning appearance today, any, any updates? Hi, thanks, Steve. Um, yes. Hi, Ed. Uh, we're neighbors, actually, so we've been experiencing this at the same time. Um, the updates are that the lockdowns are getting more and more serious. So the big agencies have come in and they're uh, definitely locking down uh, more areas, even the highway. Now, you do have to have a placard in order to travel back and forth to Lahaina. The placard only lasts for 72 hours. So you have to renew it every 72 hours. And they also only are allowing certain people with certain qualifications to have the placard to get in and out of that area. So the local um, supports that were going in, taking supplies, are being kind of curtailed at this time and, and not really allowed to go in as easily as they were before. So over 100 cars were in line uh, when I drove by to see the um, the line to get the placard. So it's a, it's a long process to get your placard and to qualify. So that's what happened. That's what's happening on the ground. And the latest discovery was a young family of four um, discovered in their car. They were trying to exit and they perished in their car. Wow. One uh, that was discovered uh, today. Yeah, that was the latest. Mm hmm. What uh, what is causing? Uh, we got about thirty seconds before we go to break. Uh, Sheila, to you, why are the lockdowns getting tougher? That's an interesting question, and I'd like to know as well. They're blaming it on the fact that they want to be able to recover the bodies. But I think they just want more control. They they want more control over who's going in and out of the shelters. They want more control of who's going in and out of the, the area. 
and and they're not managing it as well as the local people were managing it on their own. So big government does not help, but they're, we're better off with a smaller government and managing ourselves. I mean, we are a sustainable island pretty much. I mean, we can't, we know how to manage ourselves. So it's frustrating. Sheila Walker, hang on for one second. Ed Dowd, Joe Reek is going to join us. Short commercial break. Guess what we're not on? We are not on the indictment watch. We're not playing the games of MSNBC and CNN. They've already been indicted. This whole thing with the grand jury is purely performative, a joke, a disgrace, and an insult to the American people in this republic. Short commercial break. Back in the war room in a moment. Why are so many people buying emergency food right now? As tensions continue to escalate, our fragile food supply chain will break again. One shocking headline spreads panic like wildfire and grocery stores are empty within hours. That means you really need a proper supply of emergency food on hand before, not after, before disaster strikes. You'll breathe easier knowing you can feed your family in any crisis. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com for your one-week emergency food supply. That's MyPatriot.com for your one-week emergency food supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company with millions of happy, worry-free customers. It comes in a nifty ammo can that's loaded with delicious food. There's no skimping with these meals, offering over 2,000 calories per day. Don't skip the special $30 savings available this week only on the one-week emergency food supply. This week only, 30 bucks off. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Take advantage of this special. Stephen K. Bann. Um, in the 6 o'clock hour we're going to talk, we got uh, Harnwell's going to come, a new poll out from two institutions published by the American Conservative Magazine, a premier magazine in Europe, about two institutions in Ukraine that have done a poll. 75% of the Ukrainian people believe that Zelensky is primarily responsible for the corruption in that country. Now, why do I mention that now when we're talking about Maui? Because, as you know, I've been like a dog with a bone for a year and a half on this Ukraine situation, even before that, but really since this war started. And you're seeing it all come unraveled right now in Ukraine. All the lies you were told, all the information that was suppressed, it's all coming out like it always comes out. But what happens in the interim? Innocent people get slaughtered, okay? There's something not right in this Maui thing. And there's a lot of speculation. People were running around saying, okay, hey, I don't know. But I tell you what I do know. There's something not right with what happened, uh, what went on. And particularly what's going on now. Ed Dowd, here's what I don't get. I've seen lockdowns before. There's, there's a lockdown on Maui, like in some science fiction movie when, like, the aliens hit and they want to keep everybody away. I mean, it's that level. What is going on? And, of course, I'm not saying that. But what is going on? It's just very strange that this lo- the, the, the feds have come in and, the, and they brushed everybody aside and they've locked this thing down hard. Why is that? Well, a couple things. Uh, the official body count is 96, uh, unfortunately, but I'm hearing from first responders it's going to be 500 to 1,000, many of which are children. And so there's been speculation that the uh, local government authorities were very worried about riots, and uh, they, that's why they initially you know, locked down. 
Eventually, we were able to get supplies through. I was a part of an effort on Saturday to get a truckload of generators, food, diapers, baby wipes, formula in. But uh, as Sheila just said, it sounds like they're locking it down because FEMA did come, I think, uh, as we were getting our last shipment in. I think FEMA came this weekend. About 416 of them are on site now, and the military's here. So the, the, there's going to be a, a, a huge effort to uncover all the bodies. I don't think they want uh, people to know the, the extent of the damage, and they'll probably drop the news of the bodies well after the news cycle. Sheila, uh is this, is, this, is this an information lockdown? Is that what we have? Is it for the safety and security and a quicker response for the folks, for the good citizens in Maui? Or is this an information lockdown about control? It's information lockdown, just like the local news isn't allowed to report anything on this or not that it, they aren't allowed, but they won't um, offer them any press re- uh, releases or they won't respond to their calls to report on this. So they don't want local news snooping around and asking questions. They don't want cameras going into any of these areas either. So they're trying to control everything. And those rescue workers that were flown in here, the over 400 of them, they're being put up in a hotel, not in tents, while the homeless families now displaced from their homes are living in tents. So it should be the other way around. So I, I I, I, I disapprove with how they're handling a lot of things here. And the locals are becoming more and more skeptical as well, especially um, they're they're fearing that FEMA is going to be offering payouts and that this is some sort of land grab. So they're all chatting about this amongst themselves, and they're all fearful that they're going to lose their uh, their property along with their home and their investment. So that's, uh, and you can hear it in the governor's voice when or his languaging when he talks about rebuilding Lahaina. He definitely doesn't mention bringing the family families back that were displaced. He just talks about rebuilding it as if it's going to be Disneyland or something. What when the, the mayor or the former mayor says we have an arson problem. It, it, is that true? Do you have an arson problem? And if you have, why has that not been taken care of? It's true, well, but I'm I don't sh- know why. Excuse me, Ed. I, I believe the arson problem is real. It's been reported on for years here. I don't know why they, they're unable to find out who's doing it. Sheila, you were in. You ran for state senate. Is there an arson problem? And our authorities been trying to shut this down. Uh, there is an arson problem. Something's definitely setting these things on fire. It's not natural. It's not uh, from a cigarette butt being thrown out the window like they sometimes like to blame it on. So there is something, but it's being covered up. There's never an invest- investigation that produces anything. And I don't know if there's any investigations at all, but we're not uh, we're not catching any arsonist anywhere. And with all the cameras around, all of the technology that we have, you would think that one would be able to figure this out pretty quickly. And this is a local small community. So someone knows something, but I have a feeling that you know it's probably the the underground uh, thug culture here that uh, has a tendency to control a lot of the um, you know um, I guess the underground. <laughs> so the um, it's probably part of that organized crime here. Uh, Sheila, what's your social media? How do people get to you and follow you uh, for what's Vote going Sheila on Walker. In mm, thank you. Thanks, Steve. VoteSheilaWalker.com and Sheila Walker for a state senate on all platforms. Make sure everybody reaches out to Sheila. 
um, uh, and we want to make sure everybody knows in Maui, Sheila, that we're there to support them. This morning she gave you the two, uh, the Calvary Church and the food bank, if people want to donate. Ed, one last question. I don't understand. From my years, even at Pearl Harbor, people uh, in the Seventh Fleet would talk. You, th- this uh, warning system that you guys eventually built was supposed to be state-of-the-art. Talk to me. Why the warning system? And I realize it's for tsunamis and other things, but why did the warning system not work? Uh, we don't know. It should have worked. They tested the Monday, the first Monday of every month across Maui. So Tesco, I hear them all the time every Monday in Kihei. I live in Kihei. And they, I'm sure they go off every Monday uh, in Lahaina as well. And you're right. They're for tsunamis, but they also can be used to uh, alert people to check uh, emergency sources. So they, they never, the sirens never went off and they claimed they were malfunctioning so far as what we've heard. I don't understand why that would be the case. Before I leave you, Ed, I just want to make sure, you you believe that this lockdown is principally an information lockdown? Absolutely. Um, It's an information lockdown. Uh, They're going to lock down the uh, burned out areas. Uh, They're going to uncover bodies and they're going to, quote unquote, investigate uh, for uh, causes. But, you know, who knows what what they're going to do with the scene? Um, you know, this is this is just very depressing and shocking, and uh, the local government response has been horrendous in our, in our estimation as as those of us who live here. And uh, I'd like to also say that I put out on Twitter this morning, uh, GoFundMe direct links to families, over 600 individuals and families. You can get the money directly to them. It's a good list, and it's a, it's a, a Google Doc with a uh, name, GoFundMe, uh, click, and a description of uh, what happened to them. Ed, last question before we leave. There's been all these rumors in there about wealthy people or billionaires coming in and buying property. Uh, Sheila just told us a lot of the locals are talking about it already. What any, I mean, is there any foundation in that at all? Have you heard anybody stepping in and trying to buy out these these properties? You mentioned private equity earlier, buying at the Valley. Is there is, is that rumor started by the local people or what? No, there's been no, I have not verified anybody being offered money yet, but the good news is the locals are very uh, united in not uh, selling their land. So they're going to go organize and make sure people don't start selling their land on the cheap. And if anybody does approach, word will spread quickly. So I'm very proud to say the local Hawaiians, I think, are going to not let their lands be taken. Ed Dowd, how do people get to you? How do they follow you, sir? Twitter, at Dowd Edward, uh, D-O-W-D Edward, uh, Getter, uh, at Edward Dowd, and financetechnologies.com, spelled with a P-H. Your book is ironically called Causes Unknown, Ed. Guess uh, that yes, that now goes to the, uh, to the Great Fire of Maui. Yeah, cause unknown. Uh, in quotations, we did that on purpose, obviously, because I, I think I, I'm 150 to 200 percent convinced what the cause of a lot of things uh, that have been going on in this country are at the moment. Ed Dowd, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Joe Reek, this uh, this is the ancient capital of Hawaii. This is a beloved place hasn't changed in centuries. The, the locals go out of their way to kind of 
fight off change. They want things to be like they've always been and in the flash of an eye. We still don't understand what happened. We don't understand if this was just a, a, a wildfire or what happened here. But the devastation, the place looks like Dresden at the end of the bombing or Tokyo at the end of the fire bombing. I, 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 the photos I've seen and the images I've seen are incredible. And to know that the authorities have locked this down so hard for the retrieval, or at least the, the perceived retrieval of the body shows you how quickly and intense this was. This is why you have to get prepared. If you had talked to these people a week ago, this was paradise. Joe Reek, how, do, how does one start the process of getting prepared? You know, be, before we get started on that, our hearts and prayers go out to the people of Maui. And, you know, it's just a good reminder that it can happen anywhere. You know, today it was Maui. Tomorrow, where else could it be? You know, it could be in Florida for a major hurricane season that's coming. Instead of hitting Florida, could it hit, you know, the entire eastern seaboard? You never know. Um, the point is, Steve, is, is you got to get prepared. You know, these disasters, these emergencies come out of nowhere and preparing before an emergency really is the best way to survive these these episodes. You got to get started, get started today. You know, come up with a, a plan for you and your family to where you're going to say, hey, let's make sure every member of our family has at least a three month supply of emergency food on hand. Let's make sure that we include in our emergency cash solar power banks so we can continue to charge our cell phones if the power grid were to fail. Let's get some four in one emergency radios that can listen to the NOAA weather band, that can listen to AM and FM radio that doesn't require any power that is powered via hand crank or solar powered. Get 72 hour kits. Get prepared before emergencies happen. And here at My Patriot Supply, if you don't know how to get started, we can help you get started. Give us a call today and one of our preparedness advisors will walk you through the steps, steps that work best for you and your family. Because we know that there's just not a one-size-fits-all package, but let's talk about your family. Let's talk about the different dietary needs. Let's talk about the different health issues that you may have in your family. What can we do to provide food for those people who may have allergies or gluten intolerances? But the point is, you got to give us a call and you got to get started now. You can visit our website at mypatriotsupply.com and you can look at our pricing. We have our most popular package, our three-month emergency supply on sale, the lowest price it ever is. It's been the lowest price since 2020 at $597. you are saving over $200 on that particular kit today. While you're there, get some emergency gear. You know, things like this, this little four-in-one radio, super handy to have, a solar power bank that you can use to charge your cell phones with. These are survival items that every get-up-and-go bag needs to have. And again, if you don't know where to get started, give us a call. You can call us at 866-229-0927. I love what you say, Steve. Immerse yourself in the information. Look at what it is. We have yeah. a website that has valuable information for families on what to do to prepare for different scenarios, what to do during an earthquake, what to do during hurricanes, what to do during power outages. There's a mountain of information on our website at mypatriotsupply.com. You can subscribe to our newsletter that we send out weekly with tips and tricks on what to do for different emergencies. But Steve, again, the important thing is, is you got to get prepared before these emergencies happen. And like I said, our yep. thoughts and our hearts and prayers go out to the people of Maui. You know, My Patriot Supply has done a tremendous job of, of putting together some packages that's on its way to Maui as we speak. We're always in the fight. We're helping the people that we love, and, and we're always going to keep doing what we do. Joe, real quickly, uh, where do people go? Where, 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 what's the website? 
mypatriotsupply.com. Visit it today. Click on the links. If you have any questions, give us a call. 866-229-0927. mypatriotsupply.com. We'll be back in a moment. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, Sheila Walker gave us the Calvary Church. If uh, if we can put that up, Mo and Grace in the in the chat room. Also, the food bank. She said the uh, and, and um, the food bank. The money will go directly to people. Ed Dowd had told us up on his Twitter feed. So when we get Ed Dowd's Twitter feed, he's got six hundred. I think he said GoFundMe pages directly to people with their stories. He's checked it out. So go check that out too. Um, when Ed Dowd, who's done some pretty serious work in the vaccines and a very serious uh, hedge fund guy, when he says, hey, there's an information lockdown, and one of the reasons there's information lockdown, people are telling him on the scene, is they don't want people in the area on the recovery and the uh, and, and before you do the rebuilding, just, just getting things sorted out and cleaned up because, quote-unquote, they don't want riots. And you hear stories about, uh, from Sheila that the latest victims a day were a family of four, a mom and dad and two children in a car that couldn't uh, get away. It just, there are more questions here than answers. And here's the thing, they're not even trying to give answers. Um, and they need to start putting forward information. Because you look at the boats on fire, you look at the people drumming, it's just something is not right. There's been a lot of wildfires in the world. I don't think anyone's seen anything like this. And that's on the limited information uh, we have. So we will continue to press on. We're trying to get other people uh, over there. Uh, so obviously, we're trying to get in touch and talk to more locals. But there's something deeply wrong in this. Um, this, this is another situation like East Palestine. And maybe it's not the direct corporate responsibility or the direct malfeasance. Maybe. In, in Maui that you saw in East Palestine. But in East Palestine, you saw the lies they would tell you. So had they look you right in the eye and lie to you, bald-faced lie. People in charge of 
corporations, companies worth tens and tens of billions of dollars, people that control huge, powerful organizations in the federal government. So we will continue to uh, to press on there. In the next hour, I have uh, Dr. Swain joins us with something that's been very disturbing. Uh, it's uh, about this uh, um, Best Buy and the new management, or they leaked out that they weren't in these management trainee programs or management training programs, no whites uh, would be involved in it. Dr. Swain is here. Uh, she's written a lot about it. She breaks it all down about the EEOC and what's actually going on. And I've got Ben Harnwell. Um, this situation in Ukraine continues to get worse. And it's our responsibility because we're funding it. You and me and, uh, you know, all of MAGA, we're writing the checks for this thing. And you have a lot of, uh, there's many, many reasons that were involved there has never been fully explained. Because something's not right there. Why we keep shoveling money in, and you're going to hear today about a poll from the European Conservative magazine, which is kind of the creme de la creme, about two Ukrainian institutions that have done polling that shows that 75% of the Ukrainian people, the Ukrainian people, hold Zelensky responsible and accountable for the vast corruption in the country. And that corruption is now, it's always affected the politics and, and, and partly the military and the battlefield, but now it really is. Because I'm hearing there are units that, there are units in the Ukrainian military that are refusing to fight anymore. And they're refusing to fight to, because too many young men have already been slaughtered. And they have this whole corruption. Zelensky just let go of all the recruitment senior officials and generals. Why? They're taking money from the, from the families so the kids don't have to go to the battlefield. And we're now, the Defense Department, $300 million today got shipped over, $300 million got shipped over today, and they've got another $20 billion package, $20 billion package, $13 billion for military, another 7 or $8 billion for, for, for paying for their pension funds, all of it. They want done as a supplemental. So Ben Horner will be on tonight from Rome. We'll go through that. Crom Carmichael, we need uh, lion hearts at the ramparts like we've never needed before. Sometime tonight, Donald Trump, they've already told us Donald Trump's going to have another indictment with 30-some counts, and there's going to be 39 counts here, and all this is just a joke down in Georgia. But people need strong hearts. How can we help deliver that? Yeah, Steve, uh, thanks for having me on. And I tell you, I enjoy listening to the news before I before you put me on, and it is uh, it truly is disheartening uh, from the Ukraine to Hawaii and now down in Georgia. Uh, and so I do want to talk about Solti and how it can help people have a strong heart and a strong cardiovascular system. Uh, we've been making the active ingredient in this product in this product in Solti for for 19 years, and uh, and I've been taking the product that entire time. And uh, my bad cholesterol went from 130 to 89. And we have many many emails from uh, from from members of the posse who have told us how much uh, Solti has helped them. And so if you want to have a strong heart and if you want to have a strong cardiovascular system, it'll give you more energy. It'll help you live longer and live healthier longer, which I think is really important. Uh, then, then the way to do that is to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com and use the code warroom at checkout. And what Solti has in it is a particular molecule called theoflavin. And that is the our active ingredient. We've taken that from a 1% concentration, in, which is what it is in fresh green tea, 
and we've extracted that and created a 22% concentration. So if you go to DuckDuckGo and Google on health benefits of theoflavin, you'll see all kinds of health benefits. Our focus is on heart health, but you get all the others. So please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com and use the code WARROOM at checkout and get a super deal on the initial shipment and then three bottles for the price of two on an ongoing basis. And Steve, I always appreciate it when you let me uh, talk about Soul Tea on War Room. Uh, Crom, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on and uh, offering this, making it available to the Warren Posse. Get a lot of great feedback on it, so thank you. Thank you. Um, I mean, the reality is one of those days, right? The situation in Maui is horrible. The situation in Ukraine is horrible. The situation in Georgia, in a lot of extent, extents, may even be worse. Obviously not for the death and destruction of the people in Maui that can never be brought back, or the death and destruction of Ukraine. But remember, we're the greatest republic, the greatest country in mankind's history. We've delivered more freedom, more prosperity than any nation in the history of the world. And look at what has become of us. Today, they put the indictment of Trump out there because they already indicted him. Before they had this big drama all night long there on the drama, the 10 witnesses and one witness in two hours, they already assigned it a court date. They already assigned it a trial number and a judge. This is Republic ending activity. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room in just a moment. Stick around. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications, and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.